Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24, 15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. We're continuing with our series called A Spirit of Fear. And our text scripture is 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And as I said yesterday, it's interesting to me that it doesn't say God hasn't given us the spirit of fear. That's because there really isn't any one or any entity or any evil spirit be it Satan or a demon, with the title, The Spirit of Fear. So this isn't talking about the spirit of Satan or the spirit of a demon. It's talking about our spirit. It's talking about the spirit that God gave us. The first part of our triune being, being spirit, soul, and body. That's because we are a spirit. We have a soul, which is our mind, and we live in a body. But the spirit that God gave us, that's not a spirit of fear. But what is the spirit that God gave us? Well, the verse tells us God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. We could say it this way, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but God has given us a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. And as we read yesterday, 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 in the Amplified Version, it says it very well. For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, of cowardice, of craven, and cringing and fawning fear. But he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of calm and well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control. Let's talk again about those four words, cowardice, craven, cringing, and fawning. Cowardice is simply a coward, a chicken, so to speak, no backbone, no sense of courage. Craven means to give up. It's a give-up spirit. Cringing and fawning means shrinking in servility. Oh my, it makes me think of just crawling up in the corner under some authoritative figure that wants to take rule over my life. Have you ever felt like that? Just full of fear, not knowing what to do? Afraid that life isn't going to work out for you? So scared that you just want to crawl up in the corner, fold up and pretend that life goes away. Most of us have been in a situation or two in our lives where we felt that way. But know this, God hasn't given you a spirit of fear, but the spirit he gave you is one of power and of love and of a sound mind. Let's talk again about those three words, power, love, and a sound mind. God has given you a spirit of power. That's the Greek word dunamis. It means power and ability. It's power in action. 
Acts 1.8 says, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit's come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. That's a good one. And Zechariah 4.6, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. And once you realize you can do nothing within your own strength, you realize the power comes from God, and you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. That's out of Philippians 4.13. Say this after me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And then the second word that God has given us, a spirit of love. That's a Greek word, agape. It's the love of God. It's the same type of love that he has for his son and has for us. We read yesterday in 1 John chapter 4, verses 17 through 18, that love has been perfected among us in this that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. Then verse 18 just really drives it home. It says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. And then the third word being that God has given us a sound mind. Power and love and a sound mind. And that sound mind is a big word. That's the Greek word sophronosimos. <laughs> but it has a big meaning too. It means to have self-control, self-discipline, to be sensible, to have good judgment and thoughtful awareness of what is best. And we read John chapter 14 verse 27 to substantiate that. It says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And then we also added one scripture about how does a sound mind think, and that was out of Hebrews chapter 13, verses 5 through 6. It says, let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And then verse 6 tells us why. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man can do to me. So we have power for strength through Christ. We have love for boldness in the day of judgment. And we have a sound mind for peace in times of trouble. And then again, why? So we can boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man can do to me. Wow, this is what God has given you. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 9 through 10. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in my infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I'm weak, then I am strong. And that's what I call walking by faith in who we are in Christ. We walk by faith. We talk by faith. We run by faith. We do works by faith. And we see by faith. You see, faith operates by the truth of God's word, and fear operates by the lies of Satan's word. John Osteen had a great statement. He said, fear and faith have something in common. Both ask us to believe something we cannot see. However, let me say this. Faith is based on truth, but fear is based on lies. The spirit world is more real than the natural world, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, in the contemporary English version, says, 
Faith makes us sure of what we hope for and gives us proof of what we cannot see. And then the New King James Version in verse 3 says, By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of the things which are visible. In reference to 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, a book called A Handbook on Paul's Letters to Timothy and to Titus says this, God did not make us timid. God did not make us cowards. God did not give us a timid spirit. Here, the negative trait is timidity, and the positive traits are power, love, and self-control. Power here is not physical, but refers to the spiritual strength that enables Christians to be victorious over adverse circumstances and to remain faithful to their Lord. Another way of saying this is strength in our hearts or minds. And I like Proverbs chapter 3, verse 25, which says, Do not be afraid of sudden terror, nor of trouble from the wicked when it comes. <laughs> we can't forget Romans chapter 8, verse 31. It says, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Acts 9 and 31 says, Then the churches throughout all Judea, Galilee, and Samaria had peace and were edified, and walking in the fear of the Lord and in comfort of the Holy Spirit, they were multiplied. Well, now that's a different kind of fear, the fear of the Lord. Hmm, what is that? Romans chapter 8, verse 15 says this, For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. This fear is a fear of a righteous God, of a righteous heavenly Father. 2 Corinthians 7, 1 says, Therefore, having these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. So don't fear the devil, but fear God. It's a reverence. It's a respect. It's an honor. And it causes us to want to please God because he's so good and so righteous. So based on 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, I'd like you to say this out loud. Say this now. For God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And then based on 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, in the Amplified Version, let's confess this out loud. For God did not give me a spirit of timidity, of cowardice, of craven, and cringing and fawning fear. But he has given me a spirit of power and of love and of a calm and well-balanced mind with discipline and self-control. Don't you just love the Word of God? And I mentioned this yesterday, but I'm going to say it again. It's a comment in Matthew Henry's concise commentary on 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. It says, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but the spirit of power, of courage, and resolution to meet difficulties and dangers, the spirit of love to him, which will carry us through opposition, and the spirit of a sound mind, quietness of mind. The Holy Spirit is not the author of a timid or cowardly disposition or of slavish fears. 
We are likely to bear afflictions well when we have strength and power from God to enable us to bear them. That is a fabulous quote. Let's go back to 1 John chapter 4, verse 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. That's an interesting term that says fear involves torment. When you look at the definition of the original Greek words, it's really saying fear involves punishment. The message version says that fear is crippling, a fearful life. It's fear of death and fear of judgment. It's one not yet fully formed in the love and grace and forgiveness of God. So the fear of guilt, the fear of judgment, the fear of low self-worth, these are not the spirit that God gives us. And it's not the fear of God either, because the fear of God is a reverential, hopeful, and honorable fear towards a righteous and forgiving God. For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, of cowardice, of craven and cringing and fawning fear, but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of a calm and well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control. Our time is up and I gotta go, so see you tomorrow. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.